What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor. Everybody, can I get a slowly rising a- a- Hey, that kind of sounded like our intro. A little bit, clock. yeah, with the alarm A little clock. bit, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, welcome back, boys. Welcome, welcome back. Boys and ladies. 2AM Podcast, you already know who it is. It's Logan. It's Zaid. And it's Said, of course. And we're back in the saddle once again. <laughs> Episode number eight. Yes, sir. Yes, We're sir, pumping yes, these sir. out, man. I love it. I oh, know. yeah. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fun, holy shit. Did you see the... We Sorry, Zaid and I just saw The Gentleman Ooh. last night. Said, did you see it already? Great. First movie. of all, actually, we need to take Said on more... Um, on more theater adventures. Oh yeah, we need I'd, to go as as a trio. Dude, I'd love that shit, for it's, sure. Yeah. I need to get that movie pass thing by Regal that you got or whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised it is. you don't have it. Yeah, I know. It's a what? What is it like? Twenty three bucks a month, yep. and then every movie you see is fifty cents. Exactly. If you go on a Saturday, you get like a surcharge of about four dollars. Yeah, which is nothing. Uh, I'm not complaining. Well, I think about it just it. depends on the theater, but yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're going all out, like you, you know. You pour RPX or some shit. But. Yeah, but think about it. If you like, if you like going to the movies, you're gonna go like twice a month, right? Yeah. Just on the ticket price alone, depending on what theater you go to, dude, it could be anywhere from like round or total like thirty two at a minimum, mm-hmm. and then at a max, it could be like forty eight. Yeah, for just the two tickets, dude. I've been going like four or five times a month, which is depends on the selection, though. Yeah, and it's it just this. Well, twenty nineteen to twenty twenty has just been an amazing year for movies, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. 2020, but, I feel like, is going to rip, too. Yeah, I mean, we've had, what, four episodes where we literally started talking about movies and ended talking about movies? Actually, <laughs> let's go watch The Tenant. Or The Tenant. Yeah, oh, Tenant. Yeah. Tenet, Christ- dude, the new yeah. Christopher Nolan one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that I'm one looks crazy. Mm-hmm. Big fan big fan of all his movies and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, what did you guys think of The Gentleman? Dude, it was honestly... I liked it. Like, I hate to sound British, but it's it was, like, super cheeky kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, they had... Uh, I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's just like a lot of good back and forth banter, oh, and man. I love stuff like that where it's like really clever banter back and forth, and it yeah. doesn't feel like super forced. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a a battle of wits. Yeah, in a it way. feels like the movie's kind of like a loop between characters, and it's just yeah, yeah. It's like a cycle. It's a it's a pretty intense cycle because you're you're laughing and getting angry and like just you're you're just held back by like the kind of mystery of what the fuck is going on. It takes you through like yeah, the emotional dude, roller coaster. Exactly, yeah. dude. It's a it's a down ass adventure. And um what's his face? Um Colin Farrell. Dude, his dude. character was the legit. Co- the coach. Like, probably yeah, dude, my the favorite. The coach and his fucking accent. Dude, Honestly, all my of them, favorite. aren't all the boxer dudes just iced the hell out too? Yeah. Like they're so, they're dressed to the nines in every <laughs> scene and like their Adidas sweatsuits. I'm still <laughs> thinking about where I can find one of those. Seriously. <laughs> 
all their plaid sweatsuits. Like, no, but I like movies like that um, that portray like excellent characters yeah. that are just amazing at what they do. Not necessarily as actors, but as the characters themselves. Exactly. And dude, like, I don't know if you noticed, but his, but his accent seemed pretty hard to do consistently. Mm. Mm. And it was, it was just, it was part of his character. You know what I mean? Like, it shaped part I, of him. I kind of feel like Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey's character. had like dude. no accent. Like, and then there'd yeah. be moments where he like tried to throw a little something in there. Yeah. And then the some, next some. scene, he would say the same word and then back out of it. It's literally <laughs> still, it's like a, it's like a subtle southern still. You know? It's like it's if his. it's like if a southern like a slight southern dude, but like southern Florida. Yeah. Tried to do a British accent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> That's it? It's kind of like <laughs> I'm like trying to. I'm trying to picture it, but all I need to do is just watch the gentleman. Exactly, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Isn't it trippy it. when you see uh, an actor that has one like their normal tone of voice or their normal language or whatever, and then they pull off this accent that's just crazy. Like, how do they do it? Um, like they go from American to British perfectly. I mean, well. A lot of those actors are British. Yeah, aren't yeah they? most of them. Yeah, dude, or yeah. Australian. Too. Yeah, so it makes sense for them to be able to do those accents so yeah. easily. I, I mean, they have access to shit we don't have access to. So, like, you know, they have vocal coaches and then fucking accent coaches. So true. And have you seen those uh, series yeah. on YouTube with the accent coaches? Have you seen that where he breaks down people's accents in movies oh, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah, tells yeah. you if they're realistic or not or, yeah. like, what's going on? Yeah, Ooh. dude. That's actually really insane that you can identify it yeah. like that. He's a uh, one of my. I think one of his favorite things that he talks about are. I think they're called diphthongs, <laughs> and it's uh the things that uh Vietnamese people do when they talk. Like I can't even replicate it with my own voice, but it's diphthongs. Yeah, like it's um, I can't I can't replicate it without sounding super racist <laughs> and white. <laughs> but it's like the uh, like that oh, in the back of the God. throat, like. Yeah. It's very yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, he's a very sophisticated guy. Let me see if mm. I can pull up some. Audio that must be one of the there. harder ones. Yeah, to do. please do. Let me see if I can find an example of a diphthong. <laughs> diphthong. I can't for believe kids. that's a term, dude. <laughs> What's new with uh with the trio here? What are you up to, Saeed? Anything oh, new, dude? I've just been in the studio, just been editing a lot, just actually writing a lot too. Mm. Um, trying to sh- shoot a short film pretty soon. But I need the idea to be on lock. On lock, yeah. Yeah, dude. But can we uh, hear maybe a potential yeah, little pitch about that? What is it? Trip on? Uh, or is it still under wraps? Oh shit. The idea for the movie is that a uh, releasable? Oh. Is that something we could discuss? Um, not really. It's just I like to say one thing to people that ask. Mm-hmm. It's just basically, um, it's gonna be very relatable to most human beings. Okay. And that's what I'm trying to make it. Because I feel like relatable things, people will just, like, actually like it. Yeah. Just because, you know, subconsciously or, you know, psychologically, they'll and just kind of attach themselves to it. Usually the most relatable content goes viral mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. Yeah, that's true. Are you trying to find a diphthong? I am trying <laughs> to find a diphthong. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I cannot find one. If the search continues. It, forget it. Yeah. The dripthong, huh? Diphthong. What diphthong. A, I don't know. What combination of words. <laughs> I don't know. Triphthong. The trip. <laughs> Whoa, dude. <laughs> but um, I'm starting something new actually. So yeah. what was that? Uh, Thirty day experiment. I've never. I've done a couple of days mm-hmm. strictly carnivore, but I am going to do the carnivore diet for thirty days. Uh, correction. I completely 
effed up what a diphthong is? No. It's a sound formed by the combination of two vowels in a single syllable in which the sound begins as one vowel and moves towards another. <laughs> so when you say coin, it's the oi. Oi. Oh. Oi. Okay. <laughs> I totally goofed on that one. I've seen way too many of that guy's videos and I don't have a PhD <laughs> in whatever it is for you to be able to identify verbal sounds. Yeah, accents but, um, and such and i apologize but were you talking about the carnivore diet? no no I, j I just wanted to give a quick update like people for for people who don't know what the carnivore diet is it's basically a diet of um, animal products so mostly meats fish uh, eggs are included i believe cow's milk is included as well but i'm avoiding that mm -hmm. but i just want to see how i feel I, I hear a lot of good things coming from people apparently yeah. there are people who have actually done it for like 20 years um, and have gotten good results so I'll be, I'll be curious to see what happens. Mm. All meat, baby. Like, tell them about, tell them about the steak that I had yesterday. Oh my God, this, this savage. Yeah. This guy pulls up to my house yesterday with nearly a two pound steak. 1.76 pounds to be exact. And he told me, he's, he looked at me, looked at me and he said, cook it. I'm like, how? <laughs> I said, how do you want me to cook that? And he's like, I don't give two shits. Cook it. I'm yeah. like, okay. Just make sure it's you good. You bet. So go to the back. A little bit of salt. A little bit of pepper. That's all you need, Put baby. that down on the grill. Mm -hmm. Let it get nice and toasty. Flip it over. Mm -hmm. Get some butter on there. <sighs> Seeps in. Pull it out after it's been on there for about eight minutes or so. Four per side. Let it sit for another eight to ten minutes. Cut into it like butter. Damn. Perfect medium rare. Dude. And let me tell you, it was basically like what, three steaks? It yeah. It was I would say it was about three to four steaks Dude. in one sitting. And he ate all of it by himself. Fuck, my stomach is crying. All of it. Dude, I'm drooling, in bro. One sitting. He, he did tell me that I was going to get the meat sweats, yeah. and my palms started to sweat <laughs> oh quite a bit. God. Only my palms for some reason, but I finished that. I finished that <laughs> motherfucker. You that could watch, it was, up. dude, it was like watching a fight. You could see him, like, start to get warmed up, and, like, in the beginning, he's all, like, stoked to get into it, and then about <laughs> halfway through, he's got that look on his face. He's like, I don't know if I'm going to do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make it through. <laughs> Breathing starts to get heavy. I'm like, oh, God. It was Rocky versus Apollo Creed. <laughs> <sighs> and it was my only meal for the day, so. Yeah. Yeah. He stuck it out. He got through all of that. I was Holy super impressed. Shit, dude. Like I'm, I really want to try that now. Holy shit, it's good stuff. I wouldn't recommend eating a two pound steak by yourself per se. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a lot of goddamn meat, dude. A lot of that's a lot of protein and and fat. Yeah, for the win, in for one win. meal. Jesus. Yeah. So, are you avoiding carbs? Is that what it is, kind of? Pretty Basically, much? anything, uh, anything other than animal products. Avoiding. Shoot, it. dude. No rice. No. No uh, veggies. No veggies, nothing. nothing. Yeah. Holy motherfucker. 30 days. We'll see how I feel. I'm curious to see if that does anything for the uh, psoriasis. Oh, I've heard a lot about autoimmune issues, too. Yeah. So I'm curious to see if that'll lighten up or stuff yeah. like that. Mm. Yeah. Because every time I ask this motherfucker to hit the hot tub, <laughs> he's like, nah. <laughs> well, why and, is I, that? and I had no idea why. Immune system? I avoid swimming pools yeah. and most hot tubs because of the chlorine. Yes. So it's bad for your... Your skin absorbs skin. it. Yeah. And that's, that, you know, it's a toxin. It's not It's not good for the body. Yeah. That's why we like to go to rivers. But, okay. Lakes. I'm salt confused creek. because uh, pool owners, for example, 
you can't really dip in a pool unless your levels are correct with chlorine and water, I guess, mm. or whatever substance is in it. So they do sell a kit where you kind of you have to measure the stuff before you take a dive. So I don't know what that well, is about. Normally you'd have a – you can either do this like one of two ways. You mm-hmm. can get a pool guy who will come do everything for you, comes like once a month just to like skim it, make sure the pH is on point, like the chlorine isn't going to kill you or whatever. Yeah. Then he dips out. Or you could do it yourself, buy the bags of salt, buy the have the chlorine at your house where it smells like shit. And yeah. then you got all these chemicals and test kits on the side of your house. Which, by the way, if you're a pool owner, you should have the test kits anyway. This is just a PSA for pool owners out yeah. there. You should have the test kit just of for... Of course, dude. Yeah, just for safety reasons or whatever. Yeah. You know, maybe your regulator's off, the salt water pump or whatever. Yeah, there could be too much going. bacteria in there or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Course. It might be unsafe. Check it regularly is what we're trying to uh-huh. tell you. However, the important part, uh, sorry, the important part about the chlorine is that you don't want too much because it's bad to breathe in. Mm-hmm. It can actually cause a lot of problems in your lungs and like develop a lot of sicknesses and a lot of buildup in there and yeah. just like. You definitely don't want to inhale that. Yeah. No. Especially if it comes in a bucket. I don't know if you guys, if you guys have ever seen it in a bucket. Mm-hmm. When you open mm-hmm. the lid, it just flies out like debris. Yeah. Oh shit, really? Yeah, and your face is in there. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't like you be should be wearing a mask while you're doing 100 percent absolutely it's fucking crazy man yeah but people look at me like i'm crazy i don't care yeah. i just don't want to swim in that shit all right so we're coming at you live with the lime update what essentially <laughs> what this is is we're going to report on the coronavirus given that we are <laughs> we are somewhere relatively local given that it's actually an international emergency now yeah that was interesting when they reported that that would be like them reporting uh the common cold as an international <laughs> health warning. To me, actually, is that insensitive to say? What? Because people have died from the coronavirus. But people die from the common cold people every People die year. from ice cream and cheeseburgers. Like, Dude, you could die from anything, yeah. honestly. But yeah, it's very true. Yeah. The The most interesting part about um, the epicenter of the place where it started, Wuhan, uh, mm-hmm. city in China, is that I think this is a good, uh, something good to focus on in, in a very, like, you know, negative topic, but a lot of people are apparently wearing their pajamas outside of their houses now, mm-hmm. and it's just like everyone's chilling. Yeah, like they they have free time now to think, to play, to do what they want. Yeah, because they can't go to work, they can't do any of the normal stuff they do. That's interesting, because like that's a total diverge, like divergence from normal, like traditional Chinese culture, mm-hmm. where you just got to wake up, go to work. Then you just work all day, you get home, and it's like your whole life kind of orients around work. Very similar to the Japanese culture as well in that respect. But I wonder what they're all thinking about now that they have time to actually, like, sit down and process it. Like, process what's going on with their situation, you know? Like, when was the last time any of them really had, like, a real break? Well, some of them apparently come to the conclusion to throw their dogs and cats out the window. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's... Yeah, we don't know how accurate that is, but... Yeah, what's that for? But, or is that even real? Oh, of course. The cats and dog thing? Is it? I don't yeah, know. they have pictures of, of cats and dogs being thrown out of the buildings and onto the pavement. Like, Jesus. it's gnarly shit. Okay, that's fucking insane, wow. dude. I also heard reports... Uh, Zaid actually told me about this yesterday. Do you remember the Indian scientist found, like, the uh, genetic potential genetic modification to the coronavirus yeah i read in the washington post this morning that that was a complete lie i wouldn't be surprised right 
Yeah, it's India. They're they're looking for recognition. Well, was it was it even India? Indian. No, I mean like, what did that even happen? Like, did they even do an experiment, or was it just some fake story? I mean, that's that's one of the potential like explanations for it, but I've never seen any confirmed evidence or mm. whatever, so to speak. Mm. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't know, man. Just it's one less one less thing we need right now. <laughs> yeah, Tell seriously. One less thing to worry about. Yeah, 2020 well, off to a freaking interesting start. January was a tough month. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but Jesus Christ was dude, a tough yeah. month. I mean, dude, January was a rough year. Hectic. <laughs> year, literally. <laughs> it's like, dude... Fucking many know, many threat of uh, World War Three slash yeah. thermonuclear war, and um, what did, what do we have after that? We got coronavirus, thermonuclear war. Yeah, we were still dealing with the tail end of the Epstein stuff. Trump mm-hmm. impeachments going on. Even yeah. personally, like from my own life, it's as soon as January first came around, it's like hectic. Yeah, just hectic shit. Of course, I mean, well, that's what happens when you start your uh, New Year's resolution before twenty twenty. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, you're in the middle of it, so which yeah. is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I just feel like uh, things have been like the more and more. There's so much. Okay, there's so much shit that's happening right now, mm-hmm. and that's been happening to the point where I really don't care anymore. Like, too what much... do you focus on? You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're gonna be focused on one thing to the other, you're gonna lose yourself. Mm-hmm. So. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, just, you know, do your part, just like usual, but do not lose yourself. We'll be right back. Yeah, I, I Because you do, agree. you do tend to lose yourself in that, you know what I mean? I know, a perfect like, example. Who you're for example, about. this is a great time to talk about Kobe Bryant's death. Mm. <clears throat> that did impact a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people worldwide, dude. Um, I didn't think it would impact me. You know, because at the end of the day, I, I do know he's a celebrity. I did not mm-hmm. know him personally, things like that. But it does affect you in a way, I think, psychologically, because he was someone we looked up to as the face of the NBA for... Most of us grew up watching him. Dude, like, when you think of basketball, you think of Kobe, straight up. Exactly. So I feel like there's a link between you when you were eight years old and you absorbing information and just, like, you know... Um, so it has to link, you know, as you grow older, like that's it, you know, NBA, mm-hmm. Kobe. Yeah, it's like I heard this reporter say um, Kobe Bryant is as synonymous with California's sunshine beaches or something like that. Yeah. And it's true. You can mm-hmm. see it in the streets, especially on the, the day that he died, like and around the area that we are. It was super prevalent up in L.A. It mm-hmm. was it was big. Like, yeah. I mean, they had, what, 10,000 people show up to the Staples Center the day he died? Dude, and that's not even a week after in the week. And then, like, a couple days after that, too. Yeah. You know, it was just packed constantly, but, you know. Um, and it's crazy because uh, I haven't experienced this personally, but um, a lot of a lot more people are impacted more by his death than by a death of, like, their family member, which yeah. is insane to think about. Yeah. There was something there. That's what I can't get to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I could see that, though. Like, like if you ever, you know, when you go, when we go, like, play pool or something like that, mm-hmm. and there's all those dudes watching the sports at the bar or whatever, 
like that's their life you know yeah. like they they live eat drink sleep think about sports like they love to do that like they yeah. spend more time looking at a tv thinking about statistics looking at players and they kind of spend talking to their own family yeah so like i could kind of see how people are like kobe's death affected me almost more than a family member yeah, because we sense. saw we saw this this dude that was just a regular man just straight up become a legend what was his age? Forty one. He was eighteen when he got drafted in I thought to the young. NBA, straight from high school, dude. Was he younger or was he eighteen? He might have been seventeen or eighteen. I think seventeen. Seventeen, mm-hmm. yeah, or yeah, you know. But by the time he was in the NBA, he was eighteen, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's literally insane. That's historical at that point. That's never happened. Um, I say it's the most tragic death in sports history, dude. And it, I, I honestly, I know, I know a hundred percent that the way he died was what made it more insane too mm. it's just like he's been flying this same helicopter everywhere it wasn't him though yeah. he wasn't flying yeah he wasn't flying but oh do you mean, I mean he i'm saying like he's, been, he's been flying all the that, time yeah like that's his transportation basically to go to la because yeah uh from newport to la mm. just skip over traffic but it's just like who would have thought like you know what i mean like a man with that much money and you know and fame you, yeah you would assume that they have great systems in their helicopters or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently they don't even have uh, black boxes, which is the, uh, I think, like I for think safety measures I'm not for sure. helicopters. Usually they have black boxes, so if it does go down, they can figure out what's wrong like yeah. or what went wrong. But this doesn't even have it. Now mm-hmm. you got to investigate after the crash. The because with a black box, I, th- I believe that while it's going down, you can kind of just like track it somehow what's going on. You know it, I mean? it just try. It's kind of like how you have your um, ECU in your car, mm-hmm. and it looks after everything. And yeah. when something goes long or wrong, the light on your dash goes up. Yeah. But instead of a light going, obviously a light's gonna go off. But like it, once it notices that problem, it'll just record all mm-hmm. that. If I'm if my knowledge of black boxes <laughs> yeah, is I mean, correct, yeah, that sounds about right. <clears throat> but one thing that really pissed me off about his death, and mm-hmm. this is what a lot of people do, is they immediately jump to the conspiracy theories. Yeah. It's, like, it's those, like those. A lot of those people have their heads up their asses. Dude, there's like hipster thinking with no matter what subject, dude. <laughs> it's, it's like they're like, combining the the tail number yeah. of the helicopter with his age and then the year and then coming yeah. up with some. It's like we get you're different, dude. All right, but like <laughs> <laughs> we get you're looking for recognition, yeah, but yeah. Jesus Christ, stupid. But well, do you hear about what happened? Or uh, there's a eyewitness account apparently. There were some guys out uh, biking, like mountain biking, mm-hmm. on the day of the crash, and they saw that something was clearly wrong with the helicopter. Um, no, I actually falling? saw the other old dude. It was just like a town member, and he was coming out of church or something. Really? Yeah. Mm. He said he. It was audible though. He didn't. He said it wasn't like visual. Mm. Mm-hmm. But no. What, what about those kids? From my understanding, the bikers saw they didn't see it go down, but they saw that something was clearly wrong with the helicopter. Mm. As yeah. it was flying normally? No, no, no. It wasn't flying normally. Something was wrong with it. Like, oh, yeah. I don't remember exactly what. Like, maybe there was smoke coming out of the rear rotor or something like that. Yeah, there might have been a fire on board. And something. I don't, I don't, yeah. yeah. No one. Knows well, what's really. also super tragic is not only all the other people that died. For instance, like the uh, the baseball coach for yeah. OCC. That but was like, really sad. I know. Um, I don't know if Zade knows him. Do you? Have you? No. Do you know at the him? gym that I work out with. Mm-hmm. Um, he, the father of 
two of the people, a daughter and a mother, yeah. were on the helicopter. Yeah. The, those were his. He was the husband. Oh, my God. And, you know, they did a whole thing. They were trying to, like... Yeah. Um, That's tragic, dude. Yeah. It's it's insane how, how small of a world it is. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Especially Gigi, man. Yeah, dude. That's really tragic. That's really, really, really sad. She's so talented, too. I mean... She... T- she balls like her dad, man. Yeah. She's like, well, she's like 13 or 14 years old. Yeah, 13, I believe. Yeah, that's tragic. Man, man. May they rest in peace. Yeah, seriously. It, it, gives you a, it gives you a bigger perspective, though. It makes you focus on things like your own death and, like, what kind of impact do you want to leave? All that kind of good stuff. Also, the other people yeah. around you, too, man. Like, sometimes you just got to reach out and say, like, oh, love you, buddy. Like, yeah. you up. never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Just, just always reach out. Just yeah. simple-ass question, man. Exactly. You know? Straight up. How you doing? Like, what's going yeah. on with you? Like, stuff like that. <laughs> it's a big, just, it leaves a bigger impact. You see, we're laughing about it. It's a bigger yeah. impact than you think, though. I know. Because we know it's true. That's why we're laughing. It's, it's, like, it's like a things. subtle laugh, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, you know, we all know this is, this is right. We have been lacking this shit, but. Yeah. We but love uh, you guys. Uh, Logan, <laughs> I know you've been talking about this topic lately, um, just to go on, a, on another tangent, but hmm. let's talk about the fit at all sizes. Oh, bit. my God. The fit at all sizes? Yes. Hmm. Fit at all sizes. This is something what? that's been going on for at least a few years. I don't know. This I has know. been going on for a while. A for while a, for now. A while? Probably like okay. probably five to eight years or so now. Okay. I think it's it really probably kicked off like eight or some odd years ago, I would say. Hmm. But um, there's like a growing notion in the media that like there you can be fit at all size, and then there's like these people that post photos of them doing like yoga and stuff like that, <laughs> and they're severely overweight, which is great that they're that flexible. You know, like I'm oh, yeah. not that flexible. I can't do the stretches that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Must be a crazy image. At the yeah. <laughs> crazy scene right there, dude. Oh, 100%. But um, the thing that made me really think about this was uh, I was watching some YouTube videos, and it was like James Corden was talking oh. about Bill Maher. And Bill Maher did this segment where he thinks that fat shaming should come back. <laughs> and it was like, really it's like Bill Maher has to take the extreme on the other end, you know? Yeah, I know. Like, he was really pushing it, too. I was shocked. Like, for wow. Bill Maher, I was like, damn, he's really coming out swinging against fat people. And uh, James Corden was like, yeah, I don't remember fat shaming ever leaving. And I kind of thought about it, and I was like, yeah, he's right. I don't think fat shaming ever left, per se. No, it like, didn't completely leave. Dude, yeah, no one but. stopped fat shaming. It was just like, I don't know. I feel like there was that big push in the media a couple, like a year or two ago. Mm. And then after after that big push, it was just kind of died out. Like the topic itself yeah. got really quiet. But it was always still going on in the background, kind of silently. Like the hate for fat people. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to say it's okay to be fat, like dangerously overweight per se, mm. and I don't believe in health at any size. <laughs> but what I am saying is, like, what's important is that these people that are overweight, at least, like, the the thing that the photo I just told you about, the person that was doing yoga that yeah. was, like, probably two to 300 pounds overweight, oh mm. my God. at least they're making the effort, you know? Like, they're, they're out there, they're trying to do something that's active. Like, in this case, it's a little bit more slow pace, like yoga, yeah. In that instance, yeah. but like at least they're trying, you know. 
maybe they're not they're not going full force like they're not doing the full diet but they're maybe they're they're trying to play the long game which is a great approach yeah to losing weight i think it's easier to talk obviously yeah because uh, mm-hmm. you know in no way are we obese i mean yeah. look at us <laughs> but but uh it's we're, just, we're you, you got to experience it to be able to know how hard it is. Exactly. I, I, I can only hear how hard it is. And yeah. I can only imagine how hard it is. But I think the same way goes uh, vice versa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, skinny ass dudes. You know, some there's a lot of skinny people that just eat, you know, 3,400 calories a day. But they're yeah. still fucking skinny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm just, if you need to double that, dude, what are you eating? 6,000 calories a day? You know what, bro? There's a whole nother epidemic of skinny fat people in this bro. country. <laughs> dude. Dudes that just eat like shit and don't yeah. work out that are still skinny. They do anything to have your body, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. And listen, I get, I just, dis- I discussed this with Logan yesterday. Yeah. Shame is an important, I, I believe that shame is an important part of the process of change. Everyone at some point has to feel like shit about their situation. Yeah. In order to make a move or change their lifestyle, so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah, because making a move is hard, dude. Yeah. It's the first step, and being consistent with that step, that's the hardest thing to do. And it's like, I get this whole push for equality, you know, across the, rain, across the range of society, but um, at a certain point, you also have to implement common sense. Hmm. We're not going to have a bunch of 400-pound people, like, you know, creating a healthy society. They're not healthy themselves. Yeah. So, of course, you need a healthy person. It's going to look kind of just, it's going to look mean, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, just, like yeah. If, if you're playing the leader mm-hmm. <laughs> and just getting, you know, you're just this fit-ass dude, you know, yeah. you'd be like, all right, we're going to end obesity today, you know? Like, everyone's going to be like, oh, fuck you, you know? Like, and it's okay like, to— Like, who, who does this guy think he is? It's okay to feel bad about your circumstance. That's the thing people don't get. Yeah. Feel bad about it and then make a move to change. Yeah, it's like you can be me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to help you do. I'm not trying to be one of my own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like <laughs> we're all the fucking same. You know, we have a an internal skeletal structure where yeah. we're all literally the same. You know what you I mean? Can, you can honestly, there's a whole nother life out there for you. Yeah. Just put in the effort. Do the work. I'm trying to help you. I'm not trying to fucking shame you, but I'm shaming you to get to get you ignited into We love you, but get your shit together, yeah. please. I was about to say. You I fucking think- bitch. Did <laughs> you? <laughs> We was, love you, but fucking get your shit together. <laughs> I was about to say, I think that's the miscon. I think that's a big misconception that's going on. Is yeah. that like I feel like skin or fat people think that skinny people hate fat people. No, if I see if I see somebody who's three hundred pounds in the gym, I give them all the respect. Yeah, in the yeah world. seriously. You're like you're driving here, you're fucking coming here, and you're putting in the effort. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. If anything, at, at least if you're not if you're barely doing anything, at least you're burning today's calories. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. You know what I mean? Yeah, seriously. Like, we all we want you to do is to be just in better shape. It's like we kind of just want you to live longer yeah. to make, a, like, a general it's health enlightening. conscious choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But by us saying that we want them to make a better choice, yeah. it seems offensive. It does. It does. And I get that. 100% I get yeah, that. Yeah, because it's like we're judging who they are as a person. And yeah. it's like we don't mean to do that. Like, yeah. we're not trying to judge you as an individual. We just want you to be like healthier i guess yeah we're not we're not judging you we're judging the way you approach your own life and that's the thing that's you can criticize that because it's your mentality yeah it's not who you are as a human being by all means if if, honestly if if someone is happy then do it because i'm all about whatever makes you happy just do it you know what i mean but if you're having a hard time getting up in the morning and you know it's a fucking problem Mm -hmm. and then you just 
you're too lazy to do it, so you think you're happy, then get off your ass. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> do whatever you want, but either way, there's going to be consequence. Yes. So deal with yeah. it. Yeah. Honestly, I can't, I wouldn't really have a problem if they, if somebody that was overweight was just like, yeah, that's who I am. Yeah. That's what I do. I'm like, oh, do you. All right. Another do you. thing, another thing is, why can you read about something and not get offended, but have someone tell you and then be completely offended when it's the same fucking material? Mm. Think about that. It's on a more personal level. Yeah. Right? If yeah. It's, it says more about personal. the recipient of the knowledge. It's because there's a different being that's yeah. standing right in front of you, just telling you. Rather than a fucking book where some author, the same being as me, mm-hmm. <laughs> is basically telling you the same shit. It's kind of true. It's yeah. much more visceral. Yeah, but you know what? If you want to go that route, that's fine. You know, there's plenty of books that'll help you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Success starts with reducing... Op- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what was that self-help book that came out a while ago where the majority of the pages were blank and then you just filled in... Then you filled in the information. It was basically a journal that you would buy for yourself. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and it was like a self-help, but you had to write your own shit. I don't know, but it There's seems a like lot something Zade would do. Honestly. <laughs> uh, fuck it. I'm coming out with my new book. Two weeks. It's coming in hot. <laughs> Zade, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but something happened between writing and printing. <laughs> it's an, dude, it's an inspirational tweet every 10 pages, and then underneath it, it says, reflect on this for 10 more pages. <laughs> Starts with so fuck, <laughs> and then the last page is you. <laughs> Did you God see that damn. one book? There was that one book where it was just blank pages, and then it was somehow about shaming men. There was just one page that said something about like shaming men. I don't know what it was. What? Okay, I'm gonna. It Google was ridiculous. That. I don't, know. I don't know if you can find it. It's pretty deep in there. What, what should I even Google? Book with blank pages that shames men. <laughs> book that shames men. Men shaming the book. I don't know, man. <laughs> Man shaming. God damn. Reminds me of man spreading. Man, hey, man so spread until you die. Yeah. Do not be afraid so to man spread. Literally man spread. I'm There's man so many right different now, books. Fuck yeah, baby. How is this offensive to you? I don't know, dude. I'm not offended. I'm spreading my legs out. Yeah, is it, do any of these books sound familiar? The titles: uh, A Man's Guide to Understanding Women, Everything Men Know About Women by Dr. Alan Francis. The first book. Who was it by? Think, Professor Emetrius Terry. Lee. I think it was explaining how men don't understand women, and it was taking like a really fucked up view of it. What every man thinks about apart from sex, because the the book literally the picture of this on Google is the book, and then next to it, it's another book that's open with blank pages. I think it was that one. Yeah, it might it's be this one. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Blank pages, huh? <laughs> Yeah, regardless. It's uh it's a funny thing. <clears throat> Interesting. At least you found the book. I'm surprised you actually found it. <laughs> Fucking go deep into that rabbit hole. Yeah. Maybe I should maybe I should usurp the role of Jamie, like on the JRE. <laughs> or I'm just on the Google. Logan, pull it up. <laughs> hey Logan, can you grab that can you grab that one for us really quick, please? <laughs> and then just give you shit when you fuck up too. <laughs> It's like stop playing the audio. We're gonna, we're gonna get sued. We're gonna... Damn it! Yeah. You know what? I was thinking about uh, I was thinking about uh, ending the podcast on an interesting kind of weird note. Sure. About because mm-hmm. it it got me thinking the other day. 
And this was the whole nuclear war scenario that happened earlier in January. And why do we still have nuclear weapons? It's a good question. Hmm. We should ask our leaders, quote unquote leaders. Like, why do we? We don't use them. We, we've only, we, the last bomb that I think was tested that was a nuke was the freaking Tsar bomb by Russia. And it was set off, I mean, how big was the blast? The blast radius itself was like two square miles or something ridiculous. It was an enormous bomb. Like the warhead itself was the size of a small school bus. The videos are astonishing. Yeah. Those mushroom clouds, like it, it's it's just unparalleled. But my point is like, we're not allowed to test them. Mm-hmm. I, I, is there something, is there an agreement where we're not allowed to drop them? I think so. Like that would have to be that have to be against some wartime scenario or some like what are the the rules of war? I'm trying to remember what that exact document is, but yeah. basically it was like the agreement that was signed in World War One, where it's like you can't use chemical warfare and stuff like that yeah. on your enemies anymore. So you're saying we're going against it, basically? I don't. What I'm trying to say is they're they're basically worthless. If I'm correct, I think the warheads go bad after 20 years, anyways. So the majority yeah, so of them got to use them technically. Yeah, the majority of them I think are worthless even now. And we just kind of have them sitting around and it's a bunch of uranium that we could be using for good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we do have nuclear energy is around the corner in my opinion. I think it's going to revolutionize everything in terms of just cheaper electricity that's more accessible to everyone. Yeah. I mean, the people in Africa are going to need a lot more of a reliable source of electricity other than solar for mm-hmm. instance when if elon does that global internet thing yeah like we could use the uranium for those bombs to like power the world essentially so instead of blowing it up you could power it true uh, do you think we'll run out of uranium no 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 i don't think we'll run out of uranium for a while and, and i mean if worse comes to worse like if you really need uranium that bad we'll mine asteroids yeah seriously mm. that's where it's gonna have to go yeah but- it just goes back to common sense. It's mutual destruction. Like, nobody wins at the end of the day. No. There's no clear winner. Basically, it's just two dudes sitting in a chair mm-hmm. looking at each other trying to see who... It's a big... It's a... Who has the bigger dick contest. Yeah, it's a dick swinging contest. Yeah, that's that's all it is. Yeah. And it's kind of embarrassing that we're getting reduced to that tactic on, like, a geopolitical scale. <laughs> like, with leaders of nations. Like, for, for instance... I don't think the United States and Russia are going to go at each other anytime soon, per se. But, like, uh, is it India and Iraq or Iran that they have? I believe India. Is it Iran? I think it's it's Iran. All right. Mm. Like, they're. I I was worried that they were going to nuke each other. Yeah. I wasn't even worried about, like, us and Iran or whatever it was. I was more worried about India and Iran going after it with one another. And there's just no point for it. It's a lot of unnecessary I mean, stress. It is, but it, it's honestly, it's just like a, it's like a, it's like waving your dick, saying, "Yo, we're in the club with you." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm on par. Yeah, we're here. Like, yeah, we're don't here. mess with us. You, know? you guys got ultimate weapons. Well, we got more ultimate. ultimate weapons. You know, I can see like, one reason and it's just for like, it. It's just like the fucking the the towering, like the who has the highest tower in the fucking mm. country. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's just do your dick measuring. That's all you're doing. <laughs> I can see one reason for it. Yeah, deterrence. Because, listen, there are bad actors out there. There mm-hmm. are people who are fueled by hatred. Yeah. And, I mean, you can you can look at terrorists, for example. They will blow themselves up just to, just to get to an afterlife or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that serves as a form of deterrence against those people. 
potentially. Hmm. I think so, yeah. Hmm. Because they're going to, I mean, they're going to do it either way, so it's like, it's a tricky situation, mutual destruction. It is. I feel like it's just more visually, like it's just, I don't know. It's well, the whole. I think the. Uh, yeah. I think one of the main fears is like if the United States were to give it up, like nobody, uh, like not everybody would be honest yeah. per se. Like I feel like every party that would say, "Oh, we got rid of all of our nukes, so we could turn the yeah. warheads into energy, or like electric gonna, energy." There's always going to be a country that has them. Yeah, and you can't mm-hmm. not have them. Exactly. You know I mean? It's a chess game. It's just yeah. one of those. It's it's like a precautionary measure yeah. in the worst way possible. Yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, we well, we know we're we're really good at wasting money and dumping money on stupid ass shit. So how much that's do never we spend change, by the way. on the military each year in the U.S.? Oh, no, it's, what is it? it's unreal. One hundred forty billion or something. Really? It's something insane, dude. It's like you could transform society with that kind of money. Oh my god, dude! It's like, can we not? Can we not divert these resources into becoming better as a society instead of just you know blowing? Well, that's the thing. We're always focused on short-term shit, dude. Yeah. So, allegedly, in 2020, the United States Armed Forces budget, so this is for all branches of the military, mm-hmm. is, it says on, it says on uh, Google, $748 billion. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> you know what? All I got to say is, can California have like a billion of that so we can get some better roads? Like, what the fuck is wrong? Can we fix LA? Like, Literally, can we get oh, some better roads there? It's dude, one of the it's one of the most bro. populated states in well, the entire union. The problem is is fucking the workers too, dude. Yeah. How long has the five been under construction? Like what? Nineteen ninety nine. Fucking now? ages. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, and it's the same fucking dirt that's just sitting there. And, and what's yeah. funny? What's funny is that we can pick out like there's a road by your house too, which is which has been under construction forever. Yeah, it's oh like my. oh closure ahead. What the fuck, dude? Like, this, what are you closing it for? This you know road I mean? near my house has literally been under construction for six years. What the fuck? Six years. <laughs> it's and, not even a mile long. Yeah, you know how much progress they've made? What? Basically none. All they've God. done is completely. They've made the wor- roads worse. Yeah. Actually, to drive on, they're horrible. <laughs> I they I think it's to add a whole another lane or like something to do with drainage, like for for pipes or whatever. Yeah. And it's just not working. It's probably the all going. the red tape bullshit that you have to go through. No, dude. I think they just show up to work really late and they tell you to move your car. So you're doing your part, and then what that what happens is. They get to the site. By the time they're done setting up, they're like, oh, lunchtime. And then they just never show up. And then they come back and change the date to move your car. And then you're just like, what the fuck? It's Honestly, just endless cycle of shit. <laughs> I think it's there is late. a lot I don't of... know. I don't want to say lazy workers, but. No, no. They're, they're hard the timing. Working. The timing is just shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I'm actually with Zade on this one. I think it's the red the red tape. And there's a lot of like stuff you got to juggle through. And, yeah. Uh, Parks and so like the TV show Parks and Rec did a great little stab at like how yeah. ridiculously slow government work is, mm-hmm. where it was like um, Leslie Nope or uh, yeah. no, I forget what her her real life name is. She uh, had an entire draft for this park, mm-hmm. like a public park. Everything was laid out like construction that needed to be done, like estimates for everything, yeah. like all their timeline. She's like, we can knock it out in six months, 
and everybody in the room started laughing at her and this old like one of the old dudes is like i've been working on a proposal for 10 years yeah and it hasn't Literally. even left the ground yet like Dude, and it's just like what it was like a children's park or some shit right yeah it was something <laughs> tiny like it was like nobody so was stupid Dude, it was literally a hole in the ground like apocalyptic shit for like <laughs> 10 years fucking dumb as hell i don't understand why process like that those processes are just really fucking long but the irs is just like on point you know what i mean here's what i'll give I'll, here's where i'll give china credit they're already basically done building everything for the vi- for like all the hospitals for the virus yeah they're i gotta give china credit their infrastructure is next level Those like when they need something to be done it is done like yeah. they have a priority system probably yeah yeah well, I mean, like, look at what they're doing right now. They have entire cities over there that are developed, like, complete, like, bigger, or as big as L.A., Yeah. like, in terms of being able to house people, mm-hmm. and they're just empty because people haven't moved in yet. So they're, like, these weird ghost mm-hmm. cities and uh, that are popping up over China right now because they're just waiting for people to move into there. That's fucking insane. Yeah, to dude. let industry increase and stuff. It's wild. We need to go to one of those ghost cities. Not, not in China specifically, yeah. but anywhere in the world. Dude. They honestly look so dope. Like that I would one take I videos you. for days. Oh, that one I sent you in Turkey. Yeah, dude, you should have gone to that yeah. while you were there. I that mean, one... I didn't fucking know about it. Yeah, I, like, neither did I. Until like, you, I got back, and he's like, "You should go here." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, I didn't you know about it till you. I don't got know if back. you knew, but I just came back. <laughs> tell me about this before the trip, motherfucker. Damn it! <laughs> but yeah, um, I think this was the uh, great, great, great talk we just had. Yeah. That was a solid ending, honestly. <laughs> yeah. We we covered a lot of ground on this one. Yeah. A lot of different topics were brought up. That was a good that was a good place to this go. This one's probably yeah. on the shorter end, but it's okay. We'll we'll vary uh episode lengths yeah. depending on what yeah. we want to talk about. We don't want to bore now. you. I feel like this is a good place to just end it. Cut it. Wandering. Yeah. Let's cut it. You know what? Once again, thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate everybody popping in saying what's good, kicking it with us. Two AM podcast. Yeah. What up, what up? We're on Spotify. Anchor, now on YouTube, Castbox. We're on Instagram. On what was that one? Castbox. Castbox. I don't even know what Castbox yeah, is, but yeah, okay. We're on we it. made it, boy. Yeah, we got our Patreon boy. set up. Mm-hmm. 2 a.m. podcast. You know where to find us at. This has been Logan. This is Zaid. And Saeed. And once again, thank you for signing in, everybody. And we're signing out. Thank you. Peace. Adios. We love you all. Peace.